All right. Welcome to the Ascent 420 podcast number 14. 14. We are going to get these aired sometime soon. Right. <laughs> <laughs> At some point. Justin, Anna, myself, Eric, and uh, we're going to smoke a pretty nice blend today. It's mm. got Mandarin cookies. It's got um, Prodigium, and it's got Grape God Bud. All right. Mm. So well. it's kind of going to take us through the full spectrum of flavors. I mean, this might be this might be like fucking juicy fruit gum for weed. <laughs> oh right, what is juicy fruit gum? It's like that yeah, explosion yeah, yeah. of flavor, <laughs> right, right. right? Isn't that what they say? Thing, yeah. I don't know. I haven't had juicy fruit gum in a long time. <laughs> yeah. But I just remember the commercials. It was like uh, an explosion of flavor in okay. your mouth. Right. Yeah. So I'm thinking this is going to be that same. This is like juicy fruit. I've always fruit preferred weed. the minty gums over the juicy ones. <laughs> what about fruit stripe gum? Did you guys ever have fruit stripe yes, gum? Yeah, that shit that, that was like delicious for 10 seconds and then it yeah, would go. Yeah, that's the all point. The kids, that's all why. All the kids gums are like that. Yeah, like I don't understand. And all that. It's like it has flavor for there just a few minutes. There was that bubble gum roll too. Seconds. I remember that. Yeah, the tape. It was pink, called tape. Yeah, the right? tape. Yeah. In it Italy, like... it was so big. Because okay. when I was young, my dad would go to the uh, PX or whatever he at the military base there, and mm-hmm. he would get it for us. Okay, nice. Yeah. Yes. Bubblegum tape. Yeah. <laughs> it was nice. like a roll. Yeah. I remember the green apple gum. Do you guys remember that shit? The uh-huh. like, I think I do. I remember the it was like supposed to be like tobacco and it was green apple and it was gum. Was it like it big was league like shred? It was like chew. Yeah, 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 yeah. Big league chew. There you yeah. go, big league chew. That's oh. what it was. Yeah. <laughs> we were talking about that last night. <laughs> I Did, that. Was big league chew as like bad for kids like, like turning, turning to chew right. as like candy cigarettes right were. no no way i think candy cigarettes were, are much more they literal were manipulating the kids uh, i didn't even know what chew was and uh-huh. i had yeah. big league chew i didn't even know what like real chew was yeah. you know what i mean until i was older did you ever chew no i tried it hated it i tried it in like i was 14 or something like yeah. that in um junior high age, yeah. and we got really high before class <laughs> and i put this big old kodiak chew in it was like my first time chewing yeah. and just got so sick, turned green. I had cotton mouth so bad. And then this just grainy chew mm. all over my fucking mouth and yeah. it couldn't spit. And yeah. you're trying to hide it, swallowing it. Oh, yeah, it was horrible. fucking horrible. Does not yeah. sound good. So yeah, I didn't really, I didn't really yeah. chew again till, uh, just the idea yeah. of having that in contact with my gums and everything uh-huh. does does not sound appealing. But what what I was saying last night, I right, mean, turners down a little bit. Chew does look kind of cool. You know what I'm saying? You got a dude like uh-huh. I was talking like military at least. Right. You know, you I got a guy carrying a, a fucking guy. you know M16, <laughs> M16 back in my day. I think a cigar would look cooler. Yeah, I'm cigar like, like, like a, a big cigar. fat like a short fat. Uh, a lot of guys like out the corner. Yeah. A lot of guys would have those. <laughs> You know, but Mm. I mean, chewing, you know, your fucking Mm. badass infantry soldier spitting it out, whatever. Mm. I don't know. Yeah. Um, They they say tobacco like is a, it helps you focus. Yeah. Right. It has like. For a short time. (laughs) While you're, right. Uh Yeah. Um, Yeah. It has some good qualities to it. There Mm -hmm. were studies done about, you know. The nicotine, right? The nicotine it Mm -hmm. does. Right. Uh So what about like, so do you think. Like you would get this wild nicotine ride if you had a chew in, you're smoking a cigarette, and you had a nicotine patch on. Probably. I've always <laughs> felt like whenever I had too strong of a tobacco, mm-hmm. I always felt super dizzy. 
Like yeah. almost, it was just the mm-hmm. hit was too, the buzz. I bet you get used to them. Just like someone oh, who drinks yeah. a fucking pint of vodka. <laughs> yeah, I mean if you do it every it's like, day, yeah, man. there's people who now have those little nicotine patches that you put in your mouth. Mm-hmm. They're just like pouches, not patches. Sorry, they're they look like those um, moisture packets that they put in. Oh, like those silica? Yeah. Yeah. They look exactly like that, but it's for nicotine, and you just keep it in your mouth. It's Mm -hmm. a new new thing Mm -hmm. right now, and some people would just pop those every 20 minutes But I mean, like there was chew that was like that. They were called like bandits or some shit like that, like skull bandits or... Yeah. And they were in a little pouch. Is that the same thing? Right. They're just like, what? We're just going to... You put yeah, the whole pouch go. in your mouth? Yeah, and it was like a little there. paper kind of pouch with yeah, the chew like in. Yeah, weird... Similar, mm-hmm. I think. I don't know what those were, so probably. But. So I wonder... So is it the tobacco leaves themselves that cause cancer? That's what I was wondering. Or is it all the shit that they put in it? I think I've heard that that's the main argument. It's the smoke. Uh-huh. For one, if you're smoking it, uh-huh. that like you know that's like the really bad thing. But then people get... You know, mouth cancer. Mouth cancer. Yeah. That's why I don't ever. Yeah. I never wanted to chew. Right. Yeah. I had a girlfriend. Her grandpa didn't have a bottom jaw, and <laughs> he looked super weird. Like necrosis <laughs> of the jaw. I think they had to remove it or something. I don't know. Yeah. And uh, yeah, he looked like a puppet or something. Dude, weird. in yeah. in Africa, <laughs> um, in Somalia, we went into this hospital. So um, there was this little skirmish, and this kid got shot in the stomach and I rescued him. I put a pressure bandage on him, dragged him to safety. I had my fucking saw in my hand. It's sweaty. He's bleeding all over. I'm carrying this fucking kid trying to drag him, you know, and there's some rounds being popped off and, uh, I'm dragging this kid and I had a big weapon. Right. And so I dropped him. His head hit the fucking ground. It sounded like a baseball bat home run. You know what I'm saying? But I still got him out of there. I got a pressure bandage on him. And, uh, we got him to this hospital, right? And this hospital in this fucking place is like, I mean, it's not really a hospital. There's <laughs> just mm-hmm. a big open bay with people that were fucked up. But this one dude had his whole lower jaw just shot off. It mm. was insane to see that. He had yeah. a tube going in, yeah. right? right? And just yeah. no lower jaw. Yeah. Just It was all just carnage. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, it was rough. Yeah, it was a rough place. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I what am you... so lucky. Right. <laughs> yeah, so many reasons to be lucky. Well, you know, isn't that funny? Because we talk about all this stupid, in my opinion, stupid. Doesn't mean it's your guys' opinion, but um, bullshit like racial stuff that's going on, right? About slavery and how people, you know are still feeling the effects of slavery even today in America and all of this horseshit, at least in my opinion. And we say how, sorry. No, you're fine. We can go around the other way. All right. Clockwise. I feel like, (laughs) but you know, anyway, they say, well, they're at a different starting point or they don't have the same, you know, benefits or the same, you know, options or opportunities as the next person and they're, um, they've been held back, right? And it's like, yeah, let's take a moment and look at the rest of the world. Because if you say that in America, you're in a really bad place, and I know there's worse places than others, but go to fucking Africa and see somebody with their face blown off. And that's routine. You know what I'm saying? That's not like, oh, well, that happens to just, you know, yeah. an occasional person. And so 
I think the hard part is like happiness tends to be like relative. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Like you compare yourself to who's around you. Right. That's how you know whether or not, like biologically even, you know, that you're doing okay uh-huh. or not, you know? Like that whole thing, I remember it was uh, one of the country's founders, uh, John Adams. Mm-hmm. Like he was kind of like a philosopher too. Uh, he said, like imagine if... Um, I forget how he put it. Like it was somehow you would get a million dollars if some someone in China had their finger chopped off. Like, would you care? You know what I mean? Okay. It was something <laughs> like that. And he like, you know, did the thought experiment at what point you would mm-hmm. care about them. But I just mean that in a, um, cause it's hard to be grateful to in that way. You know what I mean? Like, like to be like, Oh, I'm glad I have a jaw. It's hard to actually feel that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like there's times when I might see like someone, like a, someone's eyes like crippled walking down the street and I might have, I usually have the thought I should be grateful. That mm-hmm. tends to be my thought, but I don't know how much I actually am like feeling grateful that mm-hmm. I can walk. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Things yeah. we take for granted and, mm-hmm. you know, you got to see the rest of the world, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. I, you know I, I mean? That's so, what makes depression... And again, it's not to um, like um, minimize it, right? Because what people go through is what they go through. But for me, when I'm trying to empathize and understand that, it's very difficult for me to look at that and say, in our society, how can you be depressed? Well, maybe it's more likely in our society. Well, I think it absolutely is because we don't have the challenges. But I think a lot of that is because people don't put them in challenging situations. I mean, the beauty in our society, the the beauty in America, is that we mostly get to choose to go into challenging situations. Most of the world just lives it, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. And um, But maybe it's the actual, the yeah, yeah, that's what you're saying. The lack of challenge. The lack of challenge, I think, is huge. You know, that uh, Werner Herzog has some show or documentary, I'm not sure, and it's like the happiest people in the world, and it's like people living in Siberia, Mm -hmm. you know? (laughs) And he's making that point with the documentary. Yeah, is that that they're all really happy. but make you happy. I mean, it makes you grateful. Uh Um, And it puts you into a real world. Mm-hmm. Right, like we get so we're always in our heads and right. we're telling ourselves stories when we're online. Right, so we create like, problems like Mister yeah. Fucking Potato Head. Right, is <laughs> right. now Mrs. Potato Head or is not Mrs. I Potato Head? I think that is a part of what's going on. I think that's a good point. Yeah, yeah I was saying last gender night neutral Potato that Head. That it's like we're losing touch with reality, with our physical world, with yeah. our everything mm-hmm. that's physical. I'm not saying we have to be entirely physical, but mm-hmm. it's just mm-hmm. we keep on separating more and more right and we had a we had a, a reality too that for however millions of years as you know hundreds of thousands two million for humans or whatever yeah. and then ancient history whatever our you know animal ancestors and then all of a sudden we're in like this whole different world now yeah it, you know with the internet and and the climate controlled cars and <laughs> you know what i mean <laughs> yeah we're soft as fuck i mean Hmm. Literally, I think we're producing a nation of beta males. Hmm. I mean, legitimately, my hmm. mission, I think, moving forward is going to be to help put a little, you well, know, is a problem, notch yeah. and change that. Right. And you do have the ability to do that. So that's cool. Well, I hope so. I mean, you know, I was disappointed. Like, I really like Jocko Willink and I really like... Tim Kennedy and Joe Rogan and these guys who are masculine in a lot of regards. The thing that I'm kind of pissed about those guys is that 
in my opinion, you know, because they've got such big followings is they've dropped the ball recently and, you know, have been walking too much of a PC line until just recently. And, you know, so Tim Kennedy, for instance, is now starting to, you know, in my mind, refined his voice. But for a while there, it seems like he took the PC method to direction and mm. kind of kept it down. And now we're so far behind that these guys who could be major influencers in that regard, I think we're, we're towing a little bit too much of a all-inclusive line and we're going to suffer for it. I think we're going to suffer really hard. It is interesting like that they get such a big audience mm -hmm. and then they maybe, you know, realize that what they say affects people. Yeah. And they don't know how to like deal with that. Yeah. I think um, Jordan Peterson is the guy who has stayed true to his message even though he changes, right? Because he evolves, right? Yeah. He even says, you know, yeah, you know. But at least he does it openly. Yep, and with the same intention. Whereas I think Jocko, for instance, is again trying to be way too PC these days. When I Jocko, noticed. I haven't noticed that. Yeah, I mean, Jocko is a fighter. He's a warrior. He's a leader, and you know, he he's written these children's books. Yeah. And he does a great job, but I think there's a point where we've shifted so far to one side that his voice now has gone too much into the middle mm -hmm. instead of saying, no, man, you got to be a fucking alpha male. You've got to be this. And that doesn't mean that somebody who's not a hardcore, you know, military jujitsu fucking MMA fighter, whatever is a pussy, but for where they're at in their life, they could be badass for that level so it's like you know a fucking somebody who you would imagine is a science nerd or somebody like that and i don't think they're nerds i'm just saying you know a or stereotype there's wrong with being a nerd. Or, or there's nothing wrong with it <laughs> but well because i've had my asses kicked my ass kicked by nerds okay. you know what i'm yeah. saying you grapple some of these nerds and they fucking choke you out and you're like oh you're not really a nerd i mean mm, you're yeah. you know you're legit and so a legit nerd. A legit right. nerd. Yeah. I think it's. Uh, I think it's important, which I think leads us into today's topics, which is adventures. Right, doing adventurous shit. Um, you know, I consider it just kind of living. A lot of people, I think, um, miss on living and miss on adventures. And this is kind of what I was talking with Justin yesterday about, which then I'm thinking I have to, you know, kind of find a place for this. What about adventures in your mind? Does that, is that less than real experienced adventures that you physically go do and that you physically partake in? Well, I mean, yeah, go ahead. No, you go ahead. You're up. <laughs> um, You've said before in jiu-jitsu that visualizing things and seeing things and imagining things is just as important as carrying mm -hmm. them out as far as it gets you the, to those points. So if we apply that, then I would say, you know. Okay, but here's, let me, here's my counterpoint to that, yeah. right? Is right now... I'm envisioning choking you the fuck out, okay? That's what's going on in my mind. 
But that is not going to feel nearly as good as tonight when I choke you the fuck out. So, <laughs> But that's fair. I'm not saying one is better than the other. I'm just saying one helps get to the other. I, I agree. And it helps explore and expose yourself to it. Do, so. you, do you think that they're considered the same? If you're talking about adventures, right, would you, would you put those together? No. Okay. What about you? Well, what do I think adventure is or what do I think about that idea? The visualizing as an adventure? Yeah, because, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I feel like a dick it's if a I say people aren't. It's a rehearsal. Okay. That's what like that. visualization is. It's like, uh, um, and I think maybe dreaming, like maybe like even a large percentage of our dreams is mm -hmm. that. We're like rehearsing things. Mm -hmm. um, I, I would define adventure maybe differently so that, that I maybe could include some of that in there. You know, um, if... If adventure, if I could do it quick, was like the individual's um, uh, life of confronting the unknown and the new and like trying to grow as a person um, and cutting off the weakness and the things that don't work, finding what does work. Like if that's adventure, I might define it that way, like the hero, like a mythological mm -hmm. type of definition, you know. Um, so then it would include things that are in the mind. Um, and maybe some of that would be like visualizing. Um, but I don't know. I, I've, I'd have to think about that. But, so, I, but there are adventures of the mind. Do you think that somebody would live... So let's say, let's uh, build two characters here. Mm. So one guy is the guy traveling to foreign countries or gal um, going into battle with whatever elements it could be you know going into war or it could be battling mount everest or it could be battling the congo river or you, you know what i'm saying so they're going into battle they they've got challenges that they're physically yeah. having to do um physically yeah, yeah. they've got things that um could hurt them right they've got things that could make there's them dangerous. sick yeah, there's yeah. danger physical dangers. they could get blown off course and it could take, mm -hmm. you know, all sorts of things, you know, that they've got to pull together to get them back on course. Mm -hmm. Okay, so that's one person's life. And then you've got somebody who was maybe um, maybe chose like a monk. We were talking about that earlier. Or somebody, Stephen Hawkins, who had a disease that limited his physical oh, abilities. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good point. Do the adventures in his mind give him a, as full of a life as this guy? You know what I'm saying? I think or, you could argue that. That's yeah. cool. I like that. Um, I would say, like, if you talk about monks or scientists, mm -hmm. there would be the kind that do have adventures of the mind. If we're just talking about that. And then ones that don't. Mm -hmm. You know? So there's monks that are, like, badasses. And then there's monks that are fat and lazy. Right. <laughs> you know right. what I mean? Like, so, so would or, we... Or maybe those aren't the, the markers that a monk is doing the wrong thing. But you know what I mean? Yeah. Like they're not as doing as, as the right thing. They're not, they're not pursuing that in the same, the same way like a Stephen Hawkins is compared to just some scientist. Do you think like then this... So we talked about visualization. Visualization to me, if, if we say that's an adventure of the mind, that's an adventure of the mind that you could replicate and duplicate in the world you could also have 
adventures in your mind, maybe like an acid trip or, you know, some sort of, you know, Mm. even just being creative, (laughs) you know, some of these storytellers, right? Mm. And you create this thing that you could never live in the real world, at least not in the present, you know, circumstances, Mm. but you go through that whole journey in your mind. Does that have the same, do you think that has Mm. the same like value. So then at the end of their lives, boom, here's God, right? And she's in her robe (laughs) up there and talking to these two individuals about their life. Do you think the person who only had the mental adventures Hmm. would have the same fulfillment as the guy who had the physical adventures? Do you do you think that there would be even regret well, of the guy who had can, the physical can, adventures? Can, can that, there be a third person that did both? Yeah, that's what I was. Or thinking. but mm-hmm. and then maybe all three could be valid. Yeah, yeah, I, I might go there. Um, you think like somebody like Teddy Roosevelt, for instance, right? Because he was a great adventurer. Mm. Um, you think he had like fantasies of unrealities and that led him to be the adventurer in his realities. You know what I'm saying? Because, mm-hmm. you know, do you, the, does there the wonder relationship between fantasy uh-huh. and, and actualizing and who you become as a person, there's like a direct relationship with mm-hmm. that, you know, um, it's, it's about aiming again and planning and it's about figuring out what like works for you. So who you are. So it is also like a self process. Right. Um, so that could be a good part hmm. of a definition. What do you think? Like in defining adventure, mm-hmm. a self process, right? An actualiz- act- actualization. Actualization. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you know what uh, I'm saying? I mean, because mm-hmm. otherwise, then what would the adventure serve? Mm-hmm. Maybe just some entertainment, right. fun. That, but if it's not something for growth, mm-hmm. right? Then, then it's sometimes an adventure. you can't grow from fun. That's why I would define it as like the word. So. So, you know, um, there's this cool idea. Uh, James Joyce said words are frozen poems. So every word carries with it like a whole story. Mm-hmm. So even the word adventure, like what do you think of in your head? You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. You have like uh-huh. this picture. There's a picture. Motion. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what adventure means. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And you could try to define that picture. Maybe often it's like a, a knight or something like that or you know, battling huge dragons and Mm -hmm. monsters and things like that, going into dark forests, you know, all that fucking Lord of the Rings stuff. (laughs) (laughs) So if you were going to give a word to adventure, if you were going to add a word to it, like to help somebody, Mm. what what do you think? Like an adjective or something? I don't know. I would think of explore. Explore. Uh Because that's what I imagine, just exploring. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What do you think? Uh, Well, my first thought is like, Joseph Campbell's phrase, uh, the hero's journey, uh-huh. journey, journey, right? Yeah. It's kind of saying the same thing. Yeah. Like explore journey. I'm not really adding anything to it. Um, I, I like the self-actualization as a part of it. Okay. Cause I think it is in the end about the self and maybe the community mm-hmm. and others too. But I think in the end, like, I think like that's a Jungian idea that mm-hmm. they would take, you know, if you take the adventure story, if we go, like they always use the, you know, King Arthur and that kind of thing. And it's like the castle is the self as well, or the king is. And that one's like, he's like a sick king. 
and and then the landscape is also like deteriorating and everything's like sick and dying and so that's why there's like a quest and yeah so this concept that like the castle like really well there's all that's it points to the center point which is like the flag or it's a cross is the center point and then that center point you could say is the self and then around that is also like the castle and then what the hero does is he goes out into the unknown. So there's like then the known lands around and then maybe this other kingdom. And then there's like this dark lands where there's like monsters and shit. And, and then the idea is that a hero goes out and then battles monsters and then creates. I mean, this is kind of a Jordan concept because mm-hmm. he says the known. He uses those words for it. Um, and then that land becomes known. And that you could say as, a, as the self, you've now grown into like new bounds or whatever. Like you maybe adopted, you know, the, the hero comes back with some kind of treasure. And then that like cures the king uh, and then makes the grounds further out. The known becomes a wider area. Um, and then as a self, you become a more whole, maybe fulfilled. Yeah. So, so using the self part is a good another word for mm-hmm. uh, adventure that that part of it that aspect of it and and the journey just using that word right there is you know or exploration right you're Mm -hmm. figuring out path about yourself you're Mm. journeying to find more Mm -hmm. about yourself i think challenge is a good you know word that fits with that as well Yeah, yeah, yeah you know um yeah it's always challenging and dangerous yeah, right. dangerous. Could, uh, I mean, when I think of adventures, that's what uh, I think of. I don't think uh, of like going on like uh, a shopping adventure. Right, right, right. <laughs> you know right, right, what I'm right, saying? Yeah. So like, there's a part of it that is that. I mean, some yeah. people might. Yeah, some, but so that's. <laughs> there's many adventures. Right. Well, everything is like relative to a certain degree. Do you think a shopping adventure would fit those would, three my first thought adjectives? Was, that, my first thought was going to a new restaurant. Uh-huh. And maybe with my kids, and you know what I mean. Yeah, it was something to do maybe in a new town, mm-hmm. you know, mini yeah. adventures like that. Maybe just going camping. Sure. Well, you're right. That's starting to get more into your idea of an adventure, like climbing a mountain and stuff. It, you know what I mean, camping. Yeah. But you know what I'm saying. I could see mini adventures like that, or maybe how about how about doing like a like Jade's doing like the karate stuff now. She does the testing. Mm-hmm. It's it's a mini adventure for her. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. It's a challenge. It's challenging. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, so those kind of things too, uh, and, and it also makes her grow as a person. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. you could say like those mini adventures, right? Mm-hmm. Are the things that get you prepared for the big adventures? Or if you a don't part do of the big adventure, yeah, it's really yeah. like a fractal thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, like the small parts of a larger thing. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so there is a lot of value, like in going for a kid, let's say, even for an adult, to go to a new. Mm-hmm. You know, like, oh, I've never had Indian food, so right. whew, mm-hmm. I'm going to get out and be mm-hmm. a little adventurous. I mean, it's kind of on the beta side of adventure, <laughs> but well, I, I, it's I suppose, still right, right. adventure, right? I, think, I mean, but I mean doing... if that helps yourself, like, grow. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so I think doing new things, mm-hmm. you know, you can include all those things, like trying a new thing, you know, um, whatever that is. Mm-hmm. Learn to play an instrument. Doing some martial arts, so, you know, uh, doing an art of some sort. Do, do we split hairs when we say, okay, so now I'm like a um, gamer, right? And I'm going to get this new game and that's going to be my adventure for a while. So am I splitting hairs? I mean, are those on the same adventure value? If that's what 
drives me but what if like, is that adventurous uh-huh. well so i i inherently agree with your pessimism towards video games uh-huh. <laughs> especially if having a kid that's uh-huh. like at the age where he could just obsessively yeah so i'm very skeptical but, and but i I'm, never had video games but let me just say yeah. this like um what if in theory yeah like I, this is probably not always the case but what if it's like a big challenging game mm-hmm. and you get into it and it and it can inspire fantasy and yeah. uh, and you have to overcome challenges and yeah, I mean yeah like, and that's what I'm so saying it is a so is that value I think it's still a level of exposure it's mm-hmm. one though that it's easy to get stuck in and mm-hmm. not move forward or move on from mm. um Mm-hmm. Like, do you think shooter games, right? Military games, mm-hmm. you know, what, what's the one of the big ones right now? Call of Duty. Call of Duty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So do you think Call of Duty inspires a lot of kids to join the military? Do you think that it says to them, man, this is a mini adventure to get you to that next level? It might. I wonder if there's Maybe data. I wonder. There's also other yeah. fun first shooter games out right yeah. now It's that are even more... Uh, not just military, it's... Well, what about, okay, what about this? Did Guitar Hero turn out a bunch of kids that wanted to play guitar? So then is it Hmm. valuable or is it not valuable? It might, Uh because, like, my girlfriend plays a little bit, and I did the Metallica one once, (laughs) and it, you know, and I got kind of into it. I was Mm -hmm. like, it is kind of cool, because you're inside, and when you make the right sound, it's like... You hear the sound and it's the song. rewarding. Instantly. Yeah, yeah, it's real because like so when you're doing it well, it sounds good. Yeah. So it does have that thing that like and it's it, training. Yeah, it's training your ear musically. Uh, your... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I bet like and what if you know there's like some five percent of people that would ever want to be in the military anyway, and then they play a game, they're more inspired or mm-hmm. or whatever small percent, one percent that want to play guitar, and then they play that actually will go ask their parents for a guitar. Like, it might happen, but maybe that's not the point to say so that. So then are we, so. okay, so in this particular part of the discussion right now, are we, like, legitimately believing <laughs> that video games, as a for instance, because there could be a lot of other things that people it's consider interesting. adventures, yeah. are we saying, are we, are we, like, grasping trying to say that they are positive or are they positive? You know, because in my mind, this is well, just they're definitely in my mind. also not positive. I see. <laughs> that, sure. I see the negative line. sides There's to both. it. Um, yeah, I see it too. Being mm-hmm. greater than the positive sides. I like, think maybe what if they could just design the games a little better? I that, think that's what they have well, done. Is well, what if they're them. designed? What do you mean by better? Right. <laughs> to do something else. I don't know. Like uh, obviously, like educational games. Mm-hmm. I guess maybe I was just going to that. Mm-hmm. Maybe I don't have a bigger idea than that, but uh, I think, yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm really skeptical about it. I think there's this huge thing that involves screens, and it's like movies too. Because mm-hmm. um, I don't I don't know if I want to go there, and I don't know if I think it's a part of the the fantasy mind, mm-hmm. and and I think we do live in a virtual reality that our mind creates by interacting with atoms and molecules and shit. So I don't I don't want to go into all that, but <laughs> so. There is, it is like mimicking like real life in a way. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's almost like if people in the Matrix like started, I mean, that is kind of what the Matrix is. He's on a computer in the Matrix and then discovers the Matrix on a computer, which is a computer that he's inside of or whatever. You know what I mean? It's <laughs> yeah. like that kind of, yeah. I think it is like that. And I think it might be really dangerous. Mm-hmm. It might be like, like that surrogate movie 
I don't know. You could just end up. Everybody's just living in a virtual reality because it's. Mm-hmm. Uh, or or would it happen like in the Matrix? Like they give them a utopia and then it doesn't work, and and that's why they had to like redo a Matrix that was like suffering and and had problems. That's what they said. They first they made a Matrix that was like a utopia and everybody rejected it. The humans like couldn't, you know. Function. Right, so they needed mm-hmm. suffering. Because then they start to create shit like <laughs> gender-neutral <laughs> like Mr. Potato. Mr. Potato. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Isn't that fucked up? I mean, so that comes back to my question. Like, with that, does adventure... So so for me, and again, these are just my experiences. Um, like, I'll jokingly say to people who don't believe in you know, God or any afterlife or anything like that. It's like, well, gosh, you're just missing a whole bunch of fun things to think about. You know what I'm saying? If you refuse to let there being a possibility in of that. And so I like to think about crazy shit, you know, like just what ifs. But typically when I'm doing that, it's after I've like physically exerted myself. So one of my, you know, best times of doing that is I do this ride up Mount Falcon and it's a grinder of a ride. And, you know, I use it as one of my training rides for mountain biking. And there's this place at the top that I always go meditate after I do this ride and go into these crazy places. You know, I'm always smoking up. So, you know, always have the enhancement. And to me, that's a lot of value in daydreaming, right? That, that adds to that value, but I utilize the whole at least this is what I'm trying to, you know, tell myself, you know, to hype up my own game, make me feel good about the shit that I do, um, which could be totally off. Someone could be like, no, dude, you're fucked up. But you know what I'm saying? And so what I don't see is in some of these other things, like I know it's adventurous to go to, you know, sushi. You've never eaten raw fish and ooh, I'm making this. I know it is. And I know it helps you practice. But do we call that the same is that the same you know like of course it's if we're same. reading the book on adventures is there going to be like you know okay, teddy roosevelt what, what started by sushi, going to sushi you, have to get <laughs> you know out of a very dangerous area you have to deal with some people you have to do this do that deal with traffic right so like you know adventure is <laughs> not just the end of it sure. right well i think like so that would be an adventure right if you were on mushrooms. I mean, right? You know, so well, that's interesting. Mushrooms do you remember everything? In an right. That's what I'm saying. You remember like <laughs> your trip and balls so it's been and it's like, okay, we're going to go get some beer. Mm, right. And that's a fucking adventure oh, because you yeah. might not come back for three hours. Right. <laughs> like where yeah. did we go? Go to different worlds and shit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, but that implies that it's the mind that's different. Right. It's just going to the store. But if you have the right mindset, then it's an adventure. So then it comes back to does like, or at least for me, cause these are always the fucked up conversations I have in my head. So then is it like, does the adventure help build the mindset to build the adventure kind of thing? And if you don't have the physical adventure, then do you get to complete that cycle? You know, if you're only playing video games, let's say, cause I know a lot of people that that's what they do. I mean, I, I literally know, I think the majority of people that we could go out on the street and contact, they work their day, whether that's at home now or in an office or construction or whatever it is that they might do. And they go home and they get lost in a virtual world, whether it's a video game, whether it's TV, whether it's YouTube videos, and that becomes their cycle. 
and what I see, and I think that there's tons and tons and tons of anecdotal data to prove this and support this, is that they get caught in that pattern and they just can't get out because there's no physical mind combining experience that, mm-hmm. you know, jettisons them, jettisons them out of that fucking yeah. abyss. And so I think then when we go back to adventures, for me, adventures are, you know, fucking going to Moab and, you know, uh, riding the whole enchilada, right? That's this badass long trail. Hmm. This last time I rode in fall, I blew four tires on it. And, um, four? Oh, four. On the bike, I guess. Yeah. Uh-huh. It was horrible, man. Yeah. And, you um, bring extra tires. Well, you, yeah. yeah. But yeah. then we were out. I was out. And so this, like, really nice chick came by and she had one tube and I'm, you know, I'm like, Oh, I don't want to take your last tube. And she was, you know, she's like, I've been having such good luck on this trail. This is just going to add to my karma and fucking mm-hmm. gave us a tube. And okay, here's the fucked up part about it. Oh, so we're riding down and the guy that she was riding with, he blew his fucking tire. Uh, and then they didn't have, well, <laughs> he had a tubeless, but he couldn't, his mm-hmm. pump, mm-hmm. like, for a tubeless, you got to have a, a hard initial pump to okay. get it to seal, right? Because the beads right. got to seal. Okay. And so his wasn't giving it that kind of pressure. Uh. And, you know, my pump fucking wouldn't. So they had to wait, you know, and just ask people as pumps, uh. you know, as, you know, shit came by. So that's what uh. you do in that situation. You just wait for people to come by. Yeah, there's a lot of people on that trail. And then you just got to mm-hmm. barter, okay. you know? Uh. So... Yeah. Um, but you're but, saying that the physical element, you need that. Yeah, I think uh, the physical element's yeah. important. And then all those little struggles that go along with it. I mean, that was an adventure, you know, um, mm-hmm. at least for me, by my standards. It was a hard fucking climb in the beginning, in the morning. Um, just, you know, you're smoking a lot. You're, you know, riding, focused. Um, mm-hmm. And then you get back down and you're chilling and you get into that state where you can kind of let everything you know go Mm -hmm. i don't know if you know again this kind of hypes up the things that i like to do which is what i'm going to do on this fucking podcast anyway because you know that's what it's about i mean in some regards and you know you guys hype up your shit but i just don't see the other way having the same level of you know um success and certainly someone had brought up Stephen Hawkins to me, mm. you know, a while ago when I was, you know, talking about these ideas. Mm. And I agree with that. But Stephen Hawkins, how many Stephen Hawkins are there? And he, you, you and know what he, I'm and saying? he had to. It's extreme. Right. It's an extreme. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it does point to some truth, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, how much of it is just like that it might always be better to be doing physical things as well. Mm-hmm. Like that might just be like a rule of thumb. Um, so even someone who's um, disinclined to be physical and awkward and they're nerdy and a scientist, it's still good for them to do physical stuff. Mm-hmm. But maybe it's not necessary to define. I mean, because, you know, because you, you were saying there's a physical adventure. And if we're just you know talking about that physical and a mental adventure, um, uh 
yeah, then it doesn't have to be. It, mm-hmm. Like it does, it, it is just like a good way to beat it. Maybe you could be better. That's mm-hmm. what I think. Because you, I, I think, I think it might make me smarter mm-hmm. to be to be physical and to like. So it, it would allow me to like do those mind adventures even more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know I mean, or you know, if, if we're yeah. gonna, if we want to frame it, if we're gonna frame it that way. Um, so so that's how I feel about it. Like there are mental adventures, and maybe they would be. Uh, increased if you're like balanced by doing physical stuff too. Yeah. We so, are physical. <laughs> we are physical. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, you look at a lot of yeah. people who've um, you know been in accidents or um, soldiers that have lost limbs. Hmm. Um, you know, servicemen that have and women that have lost limbs. And what you see a lot of times in their success stories is typically some physical challenge, whether they or blind and they're doing some, you know, like hard climb or they're, you know, um, I saw this one of this uh, military guy who was blinded and he was kayaking and they're going through some hairy stuff, Mm. you know, and, you know, he's got his guide out in front who's, you know, they're obviously on a radio and he's calling out the turns, but I mean, Mm. that Mm. is insane. (laughs) There's so many things, right? Mm. Um, but you see a lot of those success stories where they've overcome usually is accompanied by a physical challenge. It's obviously a mental challenge. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, um, right. I mean, yeah. you know, being blind and kayaking is going to mm-hmm. be a huge thing. He's probably visualizing, you know, the the run in his mind for days before he even okay. gets on the water. Yeah, 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 yeah. You, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Um, but. I see those as the combinations, right? Mm-hmm. I see, or I see those as the successes when it's a combination of that. Like an adventure, you know, like I don't know that I would call doing um, a five mile run around here an adventure. You, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? I mean, maybe for someone that might be an adventure, but to or maybe me, like learning how to run and being able to right. run so that, five miles or something like that. That might. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But five miles, I wouldn't have to dig deep. You know what I'm saying? It, it wouldn't be something where it's like, oh man, I got, I'm going to struggle, I'm going to hurt. Mm-hmm. But a 25 miler would be like, ooh, that'd be an adventure for me, mm-hmm. right? So I guess we also got so to look at starting points for people, right? Yeah, yeah. So what level becomes, you know, where does that become mm-hmm. legit? You know, I guess, I mean, for some people, a, a mile is a yeah, huge for sure. feat in yeah, an adventure. Yeah, right. Well, but I wouldn't want to take away from some of the, even like the repetitive or mundane, quote unquote, adventures, because that is part of everything. Otherwise, mm-hmm. a legit adventure probably wouldn't exist. I agree. So, I mean, it's I'm like not the saying practice adventures. video games is necessarily an adventure or an adventure of the mind. For a lot of people, like you said, it sucks them in, and it's like um, you're kind of detaching from everything around you for for that time. Um, but it doesn't always have to be like that. And I do think that uh, today's lifestyle, like the way we work, the amount of time we work, kind of helps um, get stuck in something like video games. Mm-hmm. Uh, but... You know, some people like to fantasize after or like they like playing certain 
video games and they fantasize about it and then they see how they can apply that in real life. Do you think that that's the majority? Uh, majority? No. I mean, again, that was just kind I of... I don't think it is. Yeah. I, so I wonder if that becomes... Um, I mean, again, like if we said a kid, right, gets to... Uh, I don't know. What's a cool... Let's say jujitsu, right? They get to do jujitsu. That's an activity that um, they're doing for three months. They got to do it. What would a kid be like twice a week, three times a week before they'd get too bored with it? Mm. And Mm. so then if you had that same kid that was allowed to play whatever, you know, their favorite video game, do you think at the end of that three-month period they would come out of it with the same advantages? Do you think one would have an advantage over the other? Would there be a benefit that one got over the other? You know what I'm saying? Really would, depends, would they outweigh though. each other? Is there, you know, are we leaning into this method, this way where the latter, you know, being the video game kid becomes the more valuable experiences than the person who so. goes out that way is I'm the video game. <laughs> like, are you saying is the that would, the people that created saying, the gender neutral potato head? <laughs> I mean, are you saying you know? that the people who play video games don't wouldn't in this majority? I'm not saying majorities. A jujitsu or a mixed martial arts practitioner. I'm saying that person. Like, we're they we're not talking months, the exact same amount of time yeah. on each thing. They do jujitsu for 47 hours and then they play video games for 47 hours. Well, what are we testing for? Like, are they better? Yeah, like like, if we were going to say they come out of that and let's just say in what's a what grade is a 14 year old kid in ninth grade? Something like that. Okay. So let's say that they're in ninth grade, Mm -hmm. right? They come out of that three month period. Who's going to have more advantages? I would say the person in mixed martial arts. So I'm I'm highly distrustful of video games, mm-hmm. and <laughs> and I try to save room for the positive things. I'm, I'm try, I try to open my eyes to that. Like my one first thought I just had while we were talking is is the fact that because what were we saying? You could either be in the world or you could go into this other world, right? Like how I forget how you put it. Yeah. But um. Uh, it hasn't been that long since that was even an option. Mm-hmm. Like the only other world is fantasy and daydreaming. But now we have this place where we can go into movies. I guess we had books. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, and you have stories are... even, I guess you could, you could say. Mm-hmm. And that's what I mean that we're like trained to do these like virtual reality things. Like stories might, are kind of like that too. Mm-hmm. People tell a story, you know. Uh, so I watch, this is, this is what I know now, you know. For one, when I was young, my friends spent they spent a lot of time playing video games mm-hmm. that I considered a waste of time. Mm-hmm. And I'm I you know, allow me to be you know, whatever. That's just what I thought, you mm-hmm. know. And and then um now like I see my son and I find screens to be dangerous. Mm-hmm. I'm like really it's be, it's become like you see it in yourself, you're like, Oh, I get sucked into Facebook or whatever and I'm like, I guess it should get off Facebook or do it less and but when I see it happen to him, it scares me. Mm-hmm. It really does. Like he's also like in a basement now, so he just like whoosh, he just like goes in there and then and you know I gotta look what what I did too. Like 
I would sleep until 2 p.m. Yeah. My parents weren't on my ass at all. You know what I mean? I mean, I still, like, did things, but... Um, and so he's becoming that. You know, he's going... He's, like, 13 now, right? So he's, like, becoming that. But you know, the addition of the screens, you know, I don't let him have them at night. Mm-hmm. You know? I don't know. For one, he stays up until fucking 2 in the morning. <laughs> you know? <laughs> and then he can't do shit the next day. Yeah. Let alone go to school, you know? But I worry about it, like... I really try to encourage him. Like he has recently, like he's like, oh, you know, I went down there and he had started his like mushroom kit, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, thank God he's not on a screen. Yeah. I, I really have those thoughts. Like maybe if if it's like super disciplined, like you get an hour a day, you can play video games. They're cool. Mm-hmm. Like Zelda, I mean, he plays so, Zelda. Oh it's my like gosh, cool I love fuck. Zelda. Yeah. It's so cool. It's like really I cool. Love. So like I, when you were talking mm-hmm. about earlier exploring. Mm-hmm. And yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I was thinking of. That's what I was thinking of. I've never really played it. I just watched him play it, and it's like oh, it it's looks so, cool. so dope. Um, Has he played any of the older ones? No, I don't think so. The one so. I first fell in love with mm-hmm. uh, was A Link to the Past. It was I mm-hmm. downloaded an emulator. And I did it on my laptop. Okay. And yeah. it was one of those. Uh, they look like Super Mario, basically. Right, like, yeah, yeah. You know, top. Right, yeah, I remember it from back in the day, one of the ones I had played. I played a little yeah. bit back in the day. Yeah, they're cool. Yeah, I so, mean, some of them are uh, not. A lot of games right now, people are online, mm-hmm. and they, you know, group up. Yeah, they have a it's lot social. of social. And so, yeah, so my, yeah, my son is like, he's always hanging out with people. And they have headphones. Yeah, and, but they're never hanging out. Right now, and but now it's COVID, and so I was like, yeah. "Oh well, you know, who knows what their family did?" You know what I mean? And yeah. so it's like everybody's, all the kids are doing that even more. Yeah, I don't know. I I'm inherently distrustful now of all the. But then there are games. Mm, sorry, there, there are it, games yeah. like uh, <laughs> Skyrim, Dark Souls. Phoenix has Skyrim. I got him that game, and it's dark. It's pretty cool. You, it's like, an adventure. Mm-hmm. It's not online. You solve problems. It's you like, have to it's cool collect things. Mm-hmm. Know how it's to too mix. Cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Sometimes yeah. I think that too. Like I would get sucked well, in too. You that's know why I, mean? I don't do. That's why I don't do heroin. <laughs> you know. I it heard heroin similar. is really is fucking similar. cool. I know. It is um, At least that, that that part of it, you get sucked in. So let me ask you this: since you're obviously more of the gamer here than Justin is, <laughs> right? Um, and I haven't played a video game in twenty years, so. Um, I, I just don't know anything about him, right? I just know that I could get sucked into him because we played like Mortal Kombat when Mortal Kombat when oh, you could yeah. rip the head off yeah, yeah, and yeah. hold it oh, up, yeah. you know, yeah, yeah. that was cool. Mm-hmm. And I remember there was a few weekend nights where, you know, five finish six him. hours go that, by. Finish him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, finish him. And you could be like that scorpion dude that shoots out that right. long thing. Get, get, get over, over here. here. Yeah. 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 <laughs> like and then those chicks were hot. Right? I mean, you got hot video game chicks that are kicking people's asses. But that was my last experience. You know, that was way, 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 way long time ago. People still play Mortal Kombat. But what if? Okay, so how about... So here's my question. So, um, first, let me ask you this. And then I'll ask you the... Well, I I guess it would be a moot point. But, um, so... What would be like your idea of a great adventure, like physical adventure, like a great something that I want to do and that's on my adventure bucket list? I, like I said earlier, when I think of adventure, I think of exploring. Mm -hmm. In my mind, it's outdoors on like the side of some mountain or Mm -hmm. in some place that I am not familiar with at all. Mm 
I remember when I was a kid at some point, I also wanted to be an archaeologist because mm-hmm. I wanted to find things. I'm a very curious person mm-hmm. and I like to find stuff. So my idea of adventure would be so big would be something like that, exploring on my own, trying to just live on the go. I don't know. <laughs> so let's say... Um... So let's say, well, do you like tropical or do you like mountainous or do you like desert? What, what would I be would a like desert? I would like to do all of those. Okay, well, let's say Moab because Moab's kick-ass. Moab's got two of those, mountainous and desert. Um, so you get to do this kick-ass six-month-long adventure all around through arches, canyons, and all of that shit. You get full access. There's, you know... Maybe not even people there, you know, during Jeep week and all of that shit that attracts tons of people up to Moab. Um, there's always mountain bikers around, which is kick ass. But let's say that you get to just explore this area. Or you get six months with all the fucking video games that you ever wanted to play. You wouldn't like get fat and out of shape or anything like that. Like you'd be preserved, you know? <laughs> But you get to go in this full six-month adventure of the mind playing video games and experiencing every, you know, like, cool thing like that. Is there, is there a debate on which one you would do? Yeah. Wow. Cool. So explain. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have a couple things I need to, to say. The first answer to that question is... I would definitely do the one in Moab. I would not do six months of super adventurous video gaming to obtain the same thing. I don't think, though, that it's one or the other. I think. What if it was? I, but what it's if not. in my in my little scenario, <laughs> it's one or the other? Well, you, in we your can, scenario, we can come up with your scenario I, I said later. in your scenario, I would go with the physical adventure. Okay. But I would like to add to that scenario and say that I don't think it's one or the other. I think playing video games can be something that prepares you to even think about Mm -hmm. an actual adventure. I'm not saying everybody gets that. Like I said, it's a really fine line, I believe, uh, where where it can be productive Mm -hmm. and useful to where it can be detrimental. Everybody goes way past that line Mm -hmm. all the time but for example if i'm playing skyrim i have an inventory of things Mm -hmm. right i'm exploring i'm doing things i need to think about okay if i go to this area i need to have these things with me Mm -hmm. so i think it can help people for those who do want to do a physical adventure it could help them imagine and explore or try something new or maybe bring something that most people wouldn't bring. Mm-hmm. Just, I don't know. I think it can open you up to some some stuff. Well, uh, well, I agree I with that. I don't think that it can replace the physical adventure. But I do think it could enhance it. Sure. I, and I, I agree with that 100%. What if, so what if we did the same thing to you and said, okay, um, what would you say is an adventure that you would want to mm-hmm. do? Yeah, my first thought, it was interesting, she said that my first thought was another country. Mm-hmm. I immediately thought, you know, I was thinking Japan, I was thinking Africa. 
Those are the first. Are yeah, those so places that you'd want to like explore uh, around? Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Uh, yeah. And Travel I, I, through I the country. Definitely would go back to India um, or somewhere else out east. Maybe so like Thailand. I've always wanted to go to Thailand. Okay. You know? yeah. So someplace mm-hmm. like that that you think mm-hmm. is going to be a kick-ass adventure? Yeah. Six months. Right. Or mm-hmm. you get to spend six months playing music and art. And again, it's. <laughs> I like how you use video games for me as if that is what I. No, well, like that's to just. Do. I'm not saying that. I'm I mean, just, I do like playing I guess video what games, I'm trying but... to do is just find. See, for me, Something, just before yeah. we, you know, I don't have a non physical thing. So I'm trying to relate to the non-physical thing. I mean, mm-hmm. you could say music is not is physical, right? I mean, right, right, I love it. especially drums. What about meditation when you do meditation and Well, well meditation like you have enhanced is in is a component of what I do, right? Cuz I do a lot of meditation, but there's nothing that I do that I would spend 6 hours doing that isn't physical that mm-hmm. stimulates me. I'm you know a moderate artist i'm a um you know like somewhat capable photographer but like i wouldn't choose to do those kinds of things as the mainstay of my day like i i love photography i think it's awesome um i I like art i you know like i can draw and you know do stuff like that not to the level that you guys can but that's because i haven't put in the time Mm -hmm. that you guys put in behind it and in it doesn't stimulate me like that. Um, I haven't put that much time. Well, <laughs> from all the drawings I've seen, that's a lot of time. I mean, hmm. even if it's 50 drawings, 50 drawings is however long it took for each times 50. Mm-hmm. You know, for me, I've got five drawings. So however long it took <laughs> times five. But you, you, you know. your degree is in photography. Mm-hmm. So you've definitely had to put so many. You probably put way more hours in photography sure. than I ever have in Sure, and it and it wasn't we... with passion though. You know, like in my in my portfolio, you don't look at it and see passion. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but out. other parts of my yeah. life, I do. Mm-hmm. But so music is passionate for you. I don't know mm-hmm. that video games are passionate for you, but it's fun <laughs> to put you on the spot. No, I, I'll so. be honest. I do like to well, play then. video games sometimes to de-stress, which is mm-hmm. also funny in itself because some people when they play especially online video games, they get more stressed because they get very emotional. So Mm -hmm. that opens up a whole other aspect of this. I don't think people who let video games get to them are very emotionally mature. Well, they're betas in a lot of regards. I mean, it really is the truth. You know, we got to call really upset. Some people will just curse you out without even knowing you. Sure. And it's like you're doing that because you think you're better. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Uh, I think it's important to be able to recognize those things. Mm-hmm. But I do play video games sometimes to de-stress, <laughs> just to detach from everything because I probably, I know some people might decide to go out for a run instead. Yeah. And I do that too. I don't always do the same thing, although there are phases. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. I mean, I can't deny that I could see some similarity if I'm like trying to like think about it, like between playing a video game and what I do, like mm-hmm. if I'm working on a painting or drawing something, mm-hmm. I often have music on. That might be the health, in my mind, the healthiest thing that I would do is, but I'm still, even with music, I'm still following along with um, something that's like guiding my thoughts and like, it's like, 
I wouldn't call it necessarily entertainment, but you know what I mean? And then I also like listen to podcasts, so then I'm like listening to people think, you know what I mean? And um, uh, so I don't know, like, I do think, you know, like I said, like there is something about how we like, so I do think maybe video games could be, I like to entertain the idea that mm -hmm. they could be made better, like I was saying, and what better would be, would be like, what if a video game could make you, um, what if you got to deal with, like we were talking before about like how someone becomes a Nazi, how they mm -hmm. get broken down by lying and then they, by, you know, by some point they're giving away their family. What if you could have a video game that was like a virtual reality, some Matrix shit again. But do you think people would um, play it? I mean, you know, like are we grasping well, so at straws but to so make video games well, there's definitely positive? now an incentive. The incentive now is to make money. Yeah. So, and maybe there's some kind of commentary on capitalism right there. But when on, the only incentive is, is so what, what else we're incentivized by is like dopamine mm -hmm. and laziness and fucking. Yeah, the instant reward, all of these yeah, 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 yeah. games. So, the so then they, they program those things into there. But I remember there's, there's, there's this book that I never read, but I like, I, I like uh, watched a bunch of this guy's interviews, I guess is what I did. Mm -hmm. And uh, he had, I forget the book's name, but he had this whole thing about gamifying your life. So he was like, and at the time I was listening to this, I even tested my son. He was eight or nine at the time. And I said, what if I don't tell him to get off? At the time, all he had was an iPad. Mm -hmm. I was like, what if I just, it was a Saturday and it was in the morning. I was like, let's see what happens. Mm -hmm. I think it was six hours straight before he like got off the couch, you know? Yet, um, he's the same type of kid, especially back then. He's kind of grown out of it a little bit that... Um, might have a hard time paying attention to other things mm -hmm. like school or something mm -hmm. yet the attention is grabbed you know what i mean mm -hmm. it's um and i've even heard people say things like that our attention is really like our most powerful um it's almost like saying will too mm -hmm. like your attention is is what you do whatever you put your attention on is what you do it's what you you say, I'm only going to focus on this thing and I'm mm -hmm. going to disclude everything else. Mm -hmm. So it is like the, um, um, uh, yeah, there's a word for that. I'm not thinking of, um, anyway, uh, so, um, so you could make video games possibly, um, oh, no, yeah. So, so they're incentivized in the wrong way right now. Mm -hmm. They're incentivized in that Elon Musk idea of that they're, um, uh, what's what's that? I've said it to you a bunch. Uh, now I'm trying to like think of all these words. Um, uh, like part of our system just like falls into screens and phones mm -hmm. and social media. Limbically resonant, he said. Okay. Our limbic systems, um, whatever they like works with those things, we do. Mm -hmm. And I was saying like dogs are like limbically resonant. Mm -hmm. They're like so they fit in perfectly with what we need and want and mm -hmm. stuff. Um, and so video games and screen stuff is like it's almost too much that and social media it's like it just grabs us in this like negative it's obviously a negative spiral mm -hmm. it might be this you know as far as talking about all the woke stuff and the you know all the crazy things that are going on right now like how much of that is just screens in the internet i, I mm -hmm. really wonder about that i think like a lot of it is. yeah i think a lot of it is right. and i think a lot of it breeds the thought process that would lead to that right you know Exactly. I mean, yeah. there's a lot of people that, and this is what I think, I think 
the value of the physical adventure has to override the value of just the mental adventure. Because with the physical adventure, at least in my mind, how I build up a physical adventure, there's always mental. You know, you can't do jujitsu, in my opinion, well without having your mind in the game. It doesn't mean you're thinking about the move that you're working on per se. You know, you might be, but you've got to be present, right? And that's being in the moment. Um, I don't think you achieve the same results with whatever something is, whether it's just painting, right? Or whether it's video games or whether it's, you know, photography, mm -hmm. whatever your thing might be. And I think they're not all the same. I think, you know, painting and um, photography, and you do both. So this includes you in this. This isn't giving you a level just because you're a degenerate video game player, <laughs> right? But I think they're way more valuable than like something like a video game or screen time would ever be because it's your creation in there. The video game, that has already been created. Now you get to be a part of it and you get to help it along, I guess. No, but some games they're not. I mean, they. I, I don't agree with that mm -hmm. because games like Zelda, mm -hmm. they definitely are like that. You know, it's a puzzle and you're figuring out the puzzle. Right. But some games right now are, there's so many different options mm -hmm. that or paths that you can take and versions that you can do sure yeah, my girl does one that, that like the character evolves you have like, different characters depending on sure. how, what decisions you make so, it changes sure i, I get that uh, mm. i'm not saying i'm just saying it's not as limited as one thinks i do have but a you're question. still not building it it's no. still built for you you might be mm. unlocking different Doors. It's an interesting distinction. Uh -huh. Yeah, but we don't uh -huh. build the reality we live in. We're sure still we unlocking. But if you paint sure. or draw or do take photographs, it would be the point. Not that there's, mm -hmm. You don't even have to say there's anything wrong with video games, but you could at least say there's like a difference. I, I think so. And I think an that, yeah. I think that there are levels. what we have. Well, see, I don't think so. I think that we're working with what we choose. Because, again, hmm. with what we have is this. What we choose is the video game. But what about this? Right? What if, like, I'm, I'm really trying to get you back here. No, it's fine. <laughs> I like arguing. No, 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 this is interesting. Arguing? I thought we like, were in dialogue. What, if, what, yeah, yeah. what is going on? What if, um, like, so there's, like, uh, improvising. You'll often, like, improvise over someone else's song. Like, in jazz, that mm -hmm. was, like, a thing. There's, like, a real book, and it's, like, all these songs that everybody knew, standards, right? And inside of that structure, and then you even have like the structure of like, um, you have scales you could use, you have, you have all these tools you can use to like play the game inside of that song, right? Um, and there is something similar there, you know, like the creation, the thing you're creating for one, it's both only in the moment, like video games are that, if I, you know. Um, and then music is fleeting like that. It's just like that moment that you played that note, that's gone. It's only, you know, music only exists in the moment. And mm -hmm. so there, so what about just the fact, like, here we go. Here's a, here's a broader look is games in general, right? Like, uh, you know, a lot of the things we do in here are games, right? It's, mm -hmm. the, it's not, you know, it's all those Jiu levels. is a game. Right. And it's all those levels removed from like an actual like violent encounter or whatever. Mm -hmm. 
and there's all these rules we're following and we're respecting those rules but it's physical here well that's cool well that's cool Mm -hmm. but just just think about games though Mm -hmm. right chess um it's an interaction though like a, a i mean you could play it online for sure right i get that but again the value of me and you looking at each other in the face and playing this game and me trying to read you and me trying to do that as well right. as read what you're doing, I think carries a different well, value. So, so I agree, mm-hmm. but I'm trying to like st- steel man the other side. You know what I mean? That's why I'm... So, so my well, answer, that's cool. Okay, I want to say something. <laughs> I want to ask a question. All right, ask away. <laughs> we're talking about two, like we're doing one or the other, right? Mm-hmm. But the other, I don't think is very very defined because it sounds it sounds like people who play video games are sucked into some other non-reality like a reali- yeah different reality right um I think but maybe it is a little bit of a straw man being there you know but maybe my there question is. <laughs> is what does what does being it sounds like the other side is kind of both because what would being a only physical look like what would I don't that think look you like? c- I don't think you could have only physical and it be an adventure yeah. I think you've got to be mentally in the game mm-hmm. for it to be an adventure and that's where I'm saying that even and I think you paint well I think you know um, your music is great I still think like that this would be of my opinion right now at least and I'm always open to trying to change my opinions. But if you had the choice, again, going back to the question, you could travel anywhere that you wanted as yeah. your adventure, okay. or you could play with a great musician, but you, could, you wouldn't ever get the chance to do those things again. Mm-hmm. It's, this is your choice. Right. Doesn't mean on your adventure you couldn't play music. And maybe you get to play with great people, but you get to choose to play with you know, somebody who's, you know, I guess we could say contemporary, you know, something like that, that's mm. still living. Mm. I don't know if that, yeah, what, what point are you trying to make? I don't know how much. Would, would you, what adventure would be the the choice and what adventure would, you know, again, going back to the ninth grader, right, would put you ahead in your pursuits in life. Mm. You know? well, so that, that, if it's that, I'm probably good on this. Um, if it's that, like my pursuits in life, you know, then you could say that maybe those six months. But the problem is, is like just where I'm at right now, if I were to be honest about it, like I could see how at some point in my life doing the art for that six months would be the right choice. Mm-hmm. Um, but right now, I'd, I'd say I'm a little stuck. So like an adventure might like, help me kind of reformulate things. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So I would probably choose that. Right and now why do you do think? Because um, right now I do do art for a few mm-hmm. hours a day, you know, um, and and I'm still stuck in the same story, mm-hmm. you know? I'm just like, that's all I'm doing in my bedroom. I'm even like posting. I mean, it's not in my bedroom, but I just mean at home. Yeah. Um, <laughs> envisioning you in your bedroom in your robe painting, just like fucking angry. <laughs> I'm stuck here. No, what I mean, what I mean is, uh, I just mean that, uh, yeah, I've, I've gone through a little bit of an artist crisis, I uh-huh. think, which, but maybe I just always do. I'm just always going through that shit. You know? <laughs> yeah, totally. But I do think an adventure would uh, would could 
help me to um, see it better. Like, mm -hmm. you know, I think that's what I'm having a problem doing is like seeing where I'm going. Yeah. You know, I think I think there's times in life maybe where you start to question some things because some things you thought were wrong or like misguided, you know, and you got to like reformulate a little mm -hmm. bit. I think I'm in that spot, I think. Um, so maybe an adventure could help me like see, you know, that's what I'm having a problem is like. Right now, I'm just kind of like making art mm -hmm. and I'm not feeling like this inspired. Like there's been times where I've been more like disciplined mm -hmm. and I'm like, bam, like I'm working till I go to bed, mm -hmm. you know, because that's when I have the time or whatever. And nowadays I've laxed a little bit, you know, I've been like spending a little more time reading, which is cool. Mm -hmm. But I, what I just mean is that I'm, I, I don't have like a inspiring, um, like, goal point right now with with art and I, you know what i'm saying so mm -hmm. so do you mm -hmm. do you think that and and this would apply to you as well um as a question let's say you were doing one pretty kick-ass adventure it doesn't have to be like a fucking you know like six month adventure it could be a four-day adventure three-day adventure every month or every two months do you think that that would help eliminate your artistic kind of block that you're stuck in or this wall that you feel is I in front of help. you? I yeah. think help. And what do you think about for you? Do you think that that would help with, you know, where, where you're trying to navigate and how you're trying to get there? Do you think it'd be distractions or do you think it had zero effect? Um, <laughs> I think that it would definitely help. Mm -hmm. I, I'm not arguing that there shouldn't be a physical side to this. I have argued for I'm saying that. I'm just fucking <laughs> Well, I'm just saying, though. But I'm saying, like, honestly, I think there should be three options, not just those two, because one is kind of both and one is not both. And so that's not like a fair well you could take your be the other like one ipad with you on your adventure i don't i don't <laughs> play that many games well i'm just saying so that would be it, it would cover it both ways i would if i were to bring something mm -hmm. on my adventures it would not be video game <laughs> it would be pen yeah. and paper to draw yeah or my camera and mm. and so that's where i think that a lot of you know like then we look at the positives this is i guess kind of my point to this whole thing is that when we are stuck in the same environment, the physical environment, I think we have blocks in front of us, right? I think it, it builds walls. Mm -hmm. And so, whereas video games, as a, for instance, mm -hmm. I think have a lot of positive benefits, because I argue this with myself, like, because I want to look at the positives in things that people do. Mm -hmm. It's hard for me sometimes when people just watch TV and then they're bummed about how they feel. And it's like, well, come on, man. You know, you've got to see that there's a connection. Hmm. But I get maybe sometimes people's lives are difficult and watching TV is an escape from their reality. Okay. You know, I'm grasping at straws here, but I'm trying to give it that positive spin and say, okay, I get that. But I think having those physical experiences changes your environment and it helps you then start to see yeah. things that you don't so, you know can get you know what i'm saying that you can't get beyond because you're in that fishbowl yeah. always i so when i you know at some point while we've been talking that was one thing i thought with an adventure is when i see it in my head it is always somewhere else mm -hmm. 
you know it's like you're, you're going you're like literally going yeah. somewhere and i do think like actually going somewhere does have some of those effects right um again you know it's just like you know all the you could i would say all these things are probably types of adventures but one that would be that you could say is good is to go different places just that alone mm -hmm. right just getting into different places and definitely in the nature or doing different things yeah. right you uh, could yeah, get mountain bike you could yeah. snowboard you could and that's, snowshoe and that's what i felt when you were asking me that like or just you know how this has been going like i feel like i always need to be i, I also like the idea of reading and like filling my mind with new ideas mm -hmm. like i feel like i uh, you could get stuck there too. I don't want to get stuck in those ways either. I get of. stuck mm -hmm. there a lot mm -hmm. when I don't. And again, this is where I kind of joke about like Sam Harris and Jordan Peterson and, and these guys, right? That are brilliant, that I have a lot of respect for, mm. but that to my knowledge, don't get fucking physical, mm. right? And see, I think that their stuff would... You know, because Jordan, for instance, had this crash recently, right? And he's been real open about it and, um, you know, it sounded difficult. Um, the medication that he was on and the, uh, you know, traumas that he was going through with his family, you know, his wife yeah. being sick. And, you know, it seemed like this big cascade effect of just yeah. one thing after another and then being in the public eye constantly. Yeah. You know, so there's a lot of stress there. But I would be open, willing to stand behind the statement of, I bet he could handle it much better if he was a more physical person. Mm -hmm. um, and he has depression and he admits that. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah. for instance, jujitsu, right, is one. Or, you know, mountain biking or doing things. You know, yeah. and those are things that I do, but it doesn't have mm -hmm. to be that. I don't rock mm -hmm. climb. Um, mm -hmm. I like rock climbing. It's just mm -hmm. I don't have right now the time to, to learn how to do it um, with all my other you know, mm. uh, things that I want to do. Yeah. Phoenix wants to get but into rock climbing. That would be something, you know, mm. anything where you're, yeah. where you got a fight in front of you that's mm. physical mm. and mental mm. at the Sports same are good time. Too, right, for that. Sports are good. And they're games again. Mm -hmm. There's another. Absolutely. They balance the two, right? Game and physical. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, and so I think that that just, again, is, is such an important component with this mm -hmm. idea of the adventure. But I like what you're saying in the regards that you would bring your pen and, you know, paper, right? And that's what, I, you know, I was saying before, if I'll do a hard climb, you know, at this place that I go to routinely to, to train up for the season, you do a meditation afterwards, you're, you're combining both of those elements, that physical, that mental, you're getting into those places that I think is where your body and your mind have this convergence when they're both being stimulated at the same time that I don't think you get when you're only being stimulated. And so if, mm -hmm. you know, in one manner or the next, and so like with listening to podcasts and reading books and getting these great ideas, for me, they don't really start to click until I'm doing something physical or after I got done doing something really physical. And then all of a sudden it's like these ideas start to light up. That's how it is for me. Well, it's like a physical application of what you were thinking about. Mm -hmm. And it's like I could read 
how to carry out some experiment, but it doesn't mean I know how to do it until I actually do it. Mm -hmm. But it might mean though, because you're, you're, let's say you're stuck on a piece, right? A component of it. And you just, you're like, man, fuck, I, I don't understand it. And you're thinking about it and you're thinking about it and you're thinking about it and it doesn't happen, right? And so even if you go do something different, a lot of times you're still thinking about it. You're, you're still on it. Now, go fucking climb a down. rock, yeah. right? You can't be thinking about that because you're going to fall off the rock. Mm -hmm. You know, your attention's got to be on the rock. And you're climbing the rock and you are mm -hmm. through it or you're at those moments where, you know, you're in the moment, right? You're um, in old school jujitsu, we used to call it a satori, right? Where it's an awakening. It's that aha moment where shit just... Mm -hmm. comes together and so those things that you were stuck on all of a sudden mm -hmm. you're up on this rock face mm -hmm. and the clarity you know i do like this idea like that somehow i might say like alchemizes inside of you like mm -hmm. you have some ideas that that aren't, haven't come together yet and that there is things that you could do that would help that process happen mm -hmm. where you know that you would be able to like have the you know how idea, sometimes ideas spontaneously just like come into your head even like mm -hmm. completed ideas you know what I mean yeah um, so I like the idea and I think it's true I, I would say there's other ways too besides physical for that to happen but but wouldn't it yeah. also mm. be vice versa though like hmm. I think you could have a physical obstacle you're stuck somewhere and you've been thinking like you're you've been looking at what you have and trying to figure out how to get around it and so you you can't, you don't see it, you don't feel it. And so you, you could use visualizing or fantasizing about it or whatever mm -hmm. to, to bring you back and figure something All else out. All the time. Yeah, so I think it's just a, a dance of the two and knowing how exactly. to. Exactly, a dance of the two though. And, yeah. and that's where I think we lose things when we just take the mental adventure mm -hmm. you know i mean even when i've tripped and i haven't done dmt or any of those kind of trips that really you know mm -hmm. are supposed to send you out but i've had some you know big mushroom trips and acid trips but even those were always better like if i was snowboarding or if i was mountain biking or if i was um you know hiking climbing right i didn't do any like technical rock climbing but you know you're bouldering and you're doing that mm -hmm. kind of stuff um, I don't know. Like for me, there there would be two different things. Yeah, like it would be a smaller dose. Okay, and well, I a could, manageable dose, right, right? right? And I would definitely connect with things mm -hmm. like that. Um, I'm not talking a hero's journey. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, hero's journey has to be non physical. It is a non physical. Experience. I think it's great though walking though. Like you're probably being right. out in the mountains. You're probably right. Like, yeah, yeah. Just I agree. Locomotion. And you're not completely out like the whole time. But there are maybe at the peak. You could be like somewhere else. Um, but then, yeah, there is a physical component for sure. Um, yeah. But that is an interesting point, though, right? Those those two ends of things. Because then it's like earth and air. It's like body and you could say mind and you could say spirit. You know, I don't know if we want to like make a distinction between those. But. See, I, I, think, <laughs> I think there has to be. Uh, yeah, you yeah, know, right. I'm a huge believer in the mind, body, spirit, mm -hmm. you know. Um, yeah, because the mind. And so how would you make the mm -hmm. distinction then? Mm -hmm. So I think spirit is a combination. See, this is why I like mental and physical activities together. Because I think spirit shows itself when those two things are put to the test. 
I don't think your spirit comes out when you're not tested, right? If, so, yeah, okay. and if you're only mentally taxed, there's nobody who I've ever met that was just mentally just fucking, and you're like, man, your spirit is showing. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. took that depth. It took you to get to that place. Just like somebody physical. Like I wouldn't walk into a CrossFit gym and watch these guys fucking pushing it or girls, you know, um, and be like, that's fucking spirit. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't well, so, happen. I think it's convergence, you know. Yeah, so there is this other, like, I like I like that idea. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I agree. I was thinking, like, when your body's aligned, yeah. I put it that way, then mm-hmm. that would allow for a more spiritual thing to come through. But there's also the aspect of, like, ascetics who, at the extreme in India, will, like, sit down and say not move mm-hmm. and like they'll they'll count their steps every day and they'll be like i can only take four steps today because i don't want to kill those bugs or mm-hmm. whatever. and then they only eat food that other people cooked mm-hmm. and then they only eat rotten food out of a trash can and then they only eat you know mm-hmm. some kung fu shit like a grain of rice a, you know a week <laughs> or whatever right. <laughs> you know what i mean um and so in an effort to be more spiritual they're they're uh, they're cutting off the physical, mm-hmm. and they do it like deliberately less and less in this idea, um, and and so it is like somehow two poles, and it is through like non movement in this case. Mm-hmm. Like I do think that you can find that same state in movement, you know, like a, like a surfer or something. Mm-hmm. That's like tends to be that analogy, and I definitely think music is a hundred percent that. Um, like someone who can like fall into that with an instrument or with their mm-hmm. voice or whatever, I, I believe that they are in a Satori state, mm-hmm. 100%. And that's yeah. why we like to watch them, because we want to be like that. Mm-hmm. You know, that's why we want to act that way, like in the moment. I want to move like that. I want to sound like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but, but there are two poles, you know what I'm saying? Like there is this physical side of things, and that's why, I mean, you know, honestly, even with like mushrooms and stuff, you like start breathing, and, and that physical aspect like changes the 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 trip you know so there's a connection between all three of those things right Mm -hmm. but there is some difference between spirit and body you know i mean there maybe maybe it's just again like the circle thing like you can go through the body to find it Mm -hmm. but maybe you could also like deny the body to find it i don't know if that's true you know well i'm no like faster think about think about the mm. extreme discomfort pain and physical suffering that those monks had yeah, to go through yeah. to yeah. get to that place of spirituality. That's a really right? good point. Because that's almost the point, mm-hmm. is the suffering mm-hmm. and the going without is a physical experience. They're mm-hmm. not just... That's, I was putting that wrong. You're right. It's not just like denying the physical. It's actually using the physical as well mm-hmm. by like... Like it's I said, that vehicle. one guy that had like that I saw had his like arm, the arm that he yeah. held his arm up for like however many years. Yeah, you know, like <laughs> right. It is a physical experience. The pain. I'm keeping this motherfucking arm up. It's like yeah. being on the mountain. <laughs> is that what he's telling himself? <laughs> you bitch, don't fucking drop that don't arm. Fucking it's fucking like your that. mind has to be stronger you're a pussy than your monk. body. In that case. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. You're not a real. <laughs> That's funny shit. Yeah. That would suck. I will not succumb to my body. Just holding right. your arm up. Yeah. Uh-huh. I mean, at what... I, do you think there was ever a time when he had to, like, 
put a mount with a stick on it and right. hold, tie that arm up there right. yeah, like until it just like that he couldn't yeah, yeah until it just right. solidified right. and then now it's probably like right yeah. it's just up here yeah. <laughs> we uh i was fucking with them yesterday because we were talking about this so we were doing um oh my gosh what did we have to do? It, it was the adductors, abductors. Oh, yeah, because Ilya was putting his hands on the ground, right? Yeah, he was like leaning. So he was, you know that where you squeeze in against someone else's feet? Okay. And they're pushing uh-huh. out? Right, 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 yeah. So then we went back to, we were talking about that dude in India that you were telling me about. Okay. And so I'm like, all right, we're going to hold our arms up the whole time. And huh. so these guys are dropping their hands in between. I'm like, no, you don't get to drop it the whole time because we that did it five sets rebellion. Oh, wow. okay. so that, that was, was like rebellion. five minutes <laughs> you tried it out that's Minute cool rebellion yeah 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 something so simple would be that it hard sucks. right yeah <laughs> my my shoulders yeah. were hurting more yeah. than my legs yeah five minutes yeah. of that you got to keep your back right. straight there's like those other tests where you're like you can't move you have to stay totally still for like five minutes to try to do that it's like crazy so hard. hard yeah yeah, yeah. i had yeah. a instructor way back in the day who um like you would have to meditate before class and we would do a five minute meditation and if you moved and like flinched around i mean he would allow like a little bit Mm -hmm. um but the higher rank you were the less he would tolerate but if you like opened your eyes or you did any of that kind of stuff you Mm -hmm. know like blinking whatever he would Mm -hmm. say you're just not ready to train today and okay, nice, you wouldn't nice. be able to How train. many times did you get sent home? Man, I was... See, I ate this shit up. Like, I was the guy who, you know... Able to do it first day. My fucking first... This was my yellow belt test. I had to stand in a low horse stance for five minutes. And there was a panel of judges. And I couldn't stare at their faces. They put a clock right in front of me. I couldn't stare at the clock. I couldn't look at the clock. I couldn't raise up out of the horse stance, but I could go lower. I had to hold my hands like this, arms out, elbows couldn't touch the body, and I had to keep perfect posture. I think they were fucking with me because I was like one of those super motivated kids, right? I was just, I ate this shit up. Let's see how far he can go. Yeah, but I mean, I remember I was shaking, my legs are wobbling, and I'm buying into this whole thing, and I don't think any other yellow belt had to do that. Yeah, yeah. Seriously. Um, Yeah, that's dope. But it's interesting where your mind could goes. Could they do it? See, so I don't, mean I don't know. It, this is but, this but, was one of the biggest. But if they were messing with you, yeah. <laughs> this is one of the. I got invited like right after that test. I got invited to the sparring class. And uh, have you guys seen that? Uh, what was that movie recently? The Art of Self Defense. Have you guys seen that? No, I didn't. It's pretty funny. It's got that Mm. Jesse Eisenberg or Eisenberger or whatever his... Yeah, yeah, from the Facebook movie, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, But anyway, there's some... It's pretty funny if you get a chance to watch it. If you... um, It kind of is a parody on old school martial arts dojos. So I was invited to the sparring class, right? And, uh, you know, they invited me in, but, you know, I got this lecture about using control. And so I fucking knocked out this green belt my very first match and I was kicked out of sparring class <laughs> so Control. but this guy well this guy came at me hard though you know what I'm saying and so I did like a spinning back fist and just caught him sweet and mm. you know I mean it was out of control as fuck but you know it's like what do you do so yeah. I didn't get invited back for like six months <laughs> or something yeah. it's pretty funny <clears throat> the art of self defense mm. good shit yeah 
So anyway, this whole adventure thing was, you know, kind of geared towards the Ascent 420 adventure group, right? Because this is something I've been thinking about a lot as I'm noticing things with people and noticing, you know, what's happening with coronavirus and um, this level of stress that is out there. I think with a lot of us who train in here, we kind of have a reprieve from some of this, you know, and a lot of you guys hang out together. I know you don't hang out with anybody, (laughs) (laughs) you know, um, and so it's kind of a little bit of a community that's in some regards hasn't felt, you know, like this brunt of what's happening with coronavirus. And then in Colorado, we're in a good spot too, right? We're in a sunny, you know, fit state. We've got weed, we've got, you know, a a relatively cool, you know, moderate landscape here, um, even though it's becoming a little bit more, you know, pussified and liberal and fucking (laughs) beta-y. All right, just talking shit. But, you know, but the adventure component, and this was kind of where I, I was driving it, I think is so valuable in it being, you know, you, you kind of talked about this in something that would help clear those blocks, right? That, that removes that stuff that's keeping you static or stagnant mm-hmm. and, and not moving forward. And, you know, I think that's such an important component in people understanding that adventures aren't just like for fun. I mean, they're really for self-development and self-exploration. And that's where I don't think that, in my opinion, video games would even cut cut it, or music, or photography, or poetry, or whatever your thing is, whether we give it a positive value or a negative value. You, you know what I'm saying? And I don't think we gave it anything really a negative value. Um, but I think when you do those physical things that get you out. I think when you combine that challenge that, you know, we, we said, we talked about there being, you know, kind of the self actualization. How do you say that? Actualization. Actualization. <laughs> Sorry. A little high. Um, and uh, we talked about the, the journey of it or, you know, the experience, right? You said experience or journey? I said exploring. Exploring. Okay. <laughs> So we talk about that part of it. We talk about, you know, for, for me, the challenge of it. And I think those things really help somebody develop confidence. I, helped, I, I think it helps them develop resiliency. I think journeys like that help people find purpose. And I think when you do them with people, it also builds a community that is important. And, you know... I know people that I do stuff with, little adventures with, I trust way more, you know, with just taking care of shit than people that don't do stuff because they just haven't then been out experiencing or they haven't necessarily challenged themselves or they haven't stepped out of their box or they just don't see from the fishbowl that they're in. You you know what I'm saying? And that's not even a, a negative of like, oh, I don't trust this person. It's they just right now are in this frame, so they're going to miss a lot of things that might be important to whatever task. So um, I do think those are important for a lot more than just what I think people use vacations for, right? You know, do you ever see those 
fucking horrible Facebook photos of people taking pictures of their legs and feet Mm -hmm. while they're sitting in a chair drinking a drink. Like you can see the drink in their legs and feet. And it's like, ah, vacation. And it's like, wow, that's what you're doing. You're sitting from the job that you were just sitting at. You you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. From the TV that you were just sitting in front of, from the computer that you were just sitting in front of. And it sits, 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 and that becomes mm-hmm. your vacation. Um, but I think an adventure, you know, becomes a journey that it, that is so important for people to do. For you know all the things that we talked about, and you know, again, it doesn't necessarily have to be something big. But I think when you do those small little adventures, they they really keep you from being stuck. You know. Mm-hmm. That's my two cents. Yeah. There's my spiel on it. <laughs> it's probably a good end. It's been a little over an hour and a half. What do you think? You got anything to add? You got <laughs> any more challenges? Come on. I just still think it's a matter of having both because you wouldn't be able to grow mm. from your physical adventures without the mental ones. I agree. I'm with you. And like... I don't, even if I would bring pen and paper with me, I probably wouldn't use it that much. I I have tried to do mm-hmm. stuff like that before on camping trips, and I just never end up using it. I like to just sit there and enjoy yeah. what I'm But about. I think the few things that you might add, though, might be more profound than, you know, um, you know what I'm saying? Because then you're not just going to write a bunch of shit down, especially right. if it's like, ooh, I'm only pulling this out. Mm-hmm. you know, at the right time or for the right thing. Yeah. Yeah. Anything Adventures. else? Adventures. Yeah. Of the mind. Yeah. Yeah. Adventures. Yeah. Have you guys done any adventures on mushrooms? Like I was about to adventures? say, we didn't even yeah. really talk about yeah. the adventures that happen on, uh, on other substances. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I do weed with I everything. I mean, every, <laughs> every adventure yeah. I've been on, I've been uh, at least smoking through. <laughs> well, no, I mean, like, purposely going into uh, an imagine or, like, some other mental adventure, but with... Oh, with That might be, like, that's, that, that could be a whole podcast. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe, maybe... Psychedelic adventures. Yeah. Maybe that's what we should discuss for next week or mm-hmm. something. <laughs> I don't know much about it. Oh, shit. We're going to have to get you some mushrooms between now and next week. Anna's going to be taking a hero's journey. Mm. Oh, geez. That's what we should do one of these days for Mm. a podcast is we'll take a hero's journey, you know, like, and then come back and talk about it. Be like, all right. I might be having one this weekend, actually. Oh, nice. Mm -hmm. On the meet out day or whatever it's called. Oh, the meet out. Was, wasn't there like a day where they were trying to inaugurate no meat day? Yeah. There's a lot oh, of people like, that. yeah. <laughs> no meat day. Jared, <laughs> Governor Jared Polis made like a no meat day. Uh, no meat mean? holiday. I think it's the 20th. Uh, so people like if you celebrate, you like don't eat meat that day? Well, it's like a holiday from eating meat and that's supposed yeah. to be the thing. But there's, it's Colorado, man. This is a fucking heavy, like... The ranching industry is like number three or number four, I think, in the state. Mm-hmm. So, you know, like you've got all these people that are going to have meat, like meet-ins 
So they're having oh, big okay. barbecues. Okay. And Aaron's got this <laughs> big <day>. old. Yeah. <laughs> like in protest. <laughs> in protest. Aaron posted uh, this big funny. old picture of this buffalo uh, rack of ribs. <laughs> so they do that on no meat day. That's Rebellion. great. That's yeah. great. <laughs> All right. Okay, well, cool. Good, guys. Fun. Good.